Take-Two releasing 60 games by 2024. Did you guys hear that apparently... Apparently Take-Two says they're going to be releasing, what was it, 60 games by 2024? Surely includes a bunch of mobile titles and stuff, but uh, apparently it's going to be some full single-player experiences as well. 60 seems like a lot for four years. That's what they claim. Yeah, Take-Two owns like fuck tons of stuff. They're not going to just, just going to be releasing some Rockstar games. They're not going to release 60 Rockstar games. The artists that make me feel. I know Matt said he likes music that makes him feel, so I'm interested in what songs or musicians in particular he likes. The, the ones that come to mind, Meatloaf, Post Malone, Disturbed, and Sabaton. Obviously all very different kinds of music, and they make me feel different things. I don't really have a lot of artists that I like. It's actually quite uncommon for me to jive with a lot of songs from one particular artist, but those are the four artists where I have quite liked a lot of their songs. I have listened to some of Juice World's song, keywords some, like there's just a handful of songs. Different ways of handling quests in games. They shouldn't have shown the location on the map if Wade was going to give directions. What's that game where you can turn off the map directions and like it gives you clues and stuff to get there? Was it The Witcher? Oh, it was Red Dead 2 as well. It gives the option if you want to figure stuff out. I wonder what percentage of people prefer to play the game that way, where they're given clues and they have to figure it out. I mean, it certainly is a lot of fun solving a puzzle. I personally don't have the kind of time for that, so I much prefer just to be able to uh, go along a linear story and see the cool stuff, rather than attempting to uh, make myself a cool story as I go. Can I imagine doing this one without a map? Easy as all hell. The only difficulty that that would pose is not being able to see the police on the map. So you'd, you'd turn around a corner and see a cop. Although a downside of always having the map is you don't learn the map. You know, just like in real life, how you have GPS, you don't bother memorizing landmarks and stuff. The same thing happens with playing video games. You're just always following the map and so you go, oh, there's this building here? How have I never seen this? And you've driven past it 800 times. You're always looking at the map so you never notice the surroundings. Why I sometimes delete the online recordings of my live streams. Why are some of the VODs not available? Usually when I leak information that I shouldn't. I actually noticed when I was looking for a keyboard, I actually leaked my suburb like four times. I didn't realize that Amazon in multiple places is like, hey, uh, so this is delivering to this specific place. Is that okay? Like, oh, thank, thank, thanks, Amazon. Lucky it isn't my exact address, but I mean, fuck. It's like, Amazon, I know where I live. I've done that so many times, yes, I have. I mean, I've doxxed myself specifically when buying pizza multiple times, but that was back when I was a smaller content creator. Next level leaking? I'm gonna shatter you guys right now, okay? In any given stream, the amount of people who are there is so tiny compared to the amount of people who are engaging with, like, my other content. We here on Twitch are, like, a special few compared to the, the grand scheme of things. I never feel particularly bad, like, showing you guys stuff first, uh, except worrying that it will leak, like, somewhere else, but... Like, I wouldn't show, like, an entire new video of something in case someone, like, just ripped it off the stream and uploaded it, but whatever. Like, relatively speaking, telling you guys about something here, no one knows. There was a German YouTuber who screamed his address seven years ago. To this day, people come to his house it's destroying his windows with rocks. He must be a hated content creator. Uh, he must have also been 
reasonably big or like baited people to do that. Why Germans are such a large percentage of my viewers? Uh, lots of Germans in here. Uh, Germany is quite a large place. What is that, like 70 million population, right? There's a large English-speaking population. 80 million? Yeah. And I don't think you have competing live streaming services. Like, is there a German Twitch? Yeah, Twitch is a large German community to begin with. So it's not surprising to me that as, an, as a collective, Germans make up a significant portion of my viewership and Twitch's viewership in general. As a rule, the order of um, the percentage of Twitch's audience is um, how many people in your country do they speak English? And then just rank them in that order. And then you get the exact basic order of the uh, largest groups on Twitch. Can I speak German? Uh, as long as you don't ask any follow-up questions, absolutely. I've been speaking German my entire life. You know, my sister lives in Germany. That's actually true. Unfortunately, you can't speak any language other than English in my chat because you could be violating TOS and I wouldn't know it. My relationship with my sister. Has my sister studied German? A bit, I believe. I think what my sister did was uh, she taught and still does teach kids English or something. I don't know. She has some teaching degree and I, I don't know. Uh, my sister is older than me by uh, more than two years. Why do I have no idea what my sister does? Oh, she's uh, been away for a long time and uh, she changes things. She's sporadic. She moves different places. She does different things. She's been that way her entire life. Half doing some things, uh, finishing them ages later. You have a better chance of predicting the weather than you do, my sister. I am the polar opposite by comparison. I'm a person who uh, likes structure, um, things that are predictable. I love her, but we are very, very different people. But despite our differences, there is no doubt in my mind that my sister will always have uh, the best intentions for me and will always support me, whatever I do. And uh, I feel the same way with her. And that's uh, something that I treasure. Does my family watch my content? No, and I specifically told them not to. As I say, I may have done very poorly in life in regards to friends, in regards to romantic relationships, but I uh, have done well with my family. As small as it is. Is TV dying? Matto, do you think TV is dying? Uh, isn't it known that cable TV is uh, in decline? But I mean, TV has just been replaced by Netflix and stuff, you know? If you, if by TV you mean the content that traditionally went on TV, no. It's just the content that traditionally went on TV is now going on other sources, you know? I mean, is it still TV if you watch Netflix on your TV? Uh, basically, you know? I would just say the content from TV is now being uh, put on uh, a large amount of platforms, meaning that less people need to watch TV to get their content. Uh, clearly people aren't getting sick of uh, high-budget edited content. Yep, cable is dying. People were sick of how expensive it was getting all those channels. Now we just have to pay, you know, for 17 different subscription services. Once upon a time, uh, you know, Netflix and stuff was the cheaper option. Now, if you want to get access to the amount of stuff that you used to have on cable, you have to uh, pay even more money in some cases. Do I have Foxtel? Would I give Rupert Murdoch money willingly? Fuck no. Fuck no. Pay to destroy my democracy? Why would I do that when they do it for free?
Was I a live streamer or YouTuber first? Was I a Twitch streamer or a YouTuber first? I was a YouTuber. I think there is a scuffed history of my time online somewhere. But when I first started, uh, I was a, a sort of commentary channel. Not really, it was more... Um, I had some ideas about the world. Thoughts about society, philosophy, religion and stuff without any formal education in these things. And I wanted to throw my ideas out into the world and get some feedback from people. At my peak, I got somewhere between 500 and 1,000 views per video that I released. I was not very good at editing and I barely knew what I was doing. But everyone starts somewhere. Do I use Apple or Android? Apple or Android and what do you think about them both? I have an Apple iPad. Because uh, it seemed to be the best tablet that I could get at the time. Uh, I quite like it, but I mean, given its cost, it is not worth it for fucking anyone on the planet. I basically just use it as like a TV, hang, like hanging over my bed kind of thing. I have a Android phone, a Samsung, and it's quite good. And uh, I don't really care. Apple seems to be terrible value for money in that you do not get the best parts, the best hardware. What you do get though is, uh, you know, an, an integrated system. Everything just kind of works and pairs seamlessly. It's a very simplified experience. There's no complications. You get better RAM with Samsung. Are you saying that because of that video that that dude made about how opening a particular Instagram story would crash your device, like lock it? And this was because it would somehow like bypass Instagram's restrictions to make it so the image that was being opened was massively larger than that Instagram is meant to allow. And so uh, if your phone didn't have enough RAM, it would just lock up. But some uh, better phones uh, didn't crash. They would just slow down or whatever until you closed it. Um, it's an interesting video. And in that video, they pointed out that all Apple phones have less RAM. So Apple phones the most were affected by this. You should watch Castlevania on Netflix. That's something else I actually did. I watched um, Castlevania, uh, the newest season. I, I suck at names with people. The, the bald black dude who summons creatures. I found the resolution with his story to actually be more interesting to me than the main story. I just like those two. And they're taking on of the female vampire. It was, it was an interesting fight, even though I think the animation in those really fast scenes, I don't know if it's a stylistic choice for it to look like that, but it is nowhere near as detailed as, uh, as everything else. It was still it was still really cool, you know. You watched an entire spin-off series with just Isaac? Yeah. Yeah, like, I, like, as in, like, I think there are definitely things that I would change about the series to make it a little bit better or whatever. But I think it was perfectly worth the watch, and I think it's probably the best video adapt game, the the best video game adaptation I've ever seen. If you haven't, if you have never played Castlevania, who cares? I haven't either. I've just seen like speedruns of it and stuff. I highly recommend Netflix's Castlevania series. Um, every season is good, the characters are good, the plot's good, the animation is good, 99% of the time. I hope they continue with it and just keep making more seasons for the rest of the time. You know. Show stands torn on its own. I do wonder if people who've played the game are like, oh my god, they brought that character in, or they like, oh my god, they brought this enemy in, or whatever. Holy shit, you know. 
this isn't really a spoiler because it's just a generic enemy or whatever. But there's a dude who is a dwarf who can throw axes and he teleports to those axes. I'm like, surely that's a character in the game somewhere. Season 4 was the last one as far as I know. I mean, if it gets enough views, surely they'll do another. What would I do with a billion dollars? Man, if you got one billion dollars, would you even do anything with it? Uh, yeah, I'd probably give a lot of money to people. <laughs> I'd find some cozy place with the best internet in the world, safe place, and build myself a perfect streaming den. I would give my editors and maybe my mods a bunch of money and um, streamline a lot of my life. Um, I would hire people to cook me healthy meals. I would hire people to do my laundry. And all I would do all day is stream. I, put, I, I mean, hire a dietitian and stuff and get the best experts in the world to assess my physical health and tell me what I need to do. I'd have a personal trainer that would make it so I was physically as fit as possible to, to stream as much as possible, you know? Um, there are definitely things that I could do with a billion dollars. I would optimize my life and, uh, and help the, the few people in my life who treat me with kindness. I mean, I mean like, the, the people I know. Because obviously you guys do with the kindness, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's clearly stuff I could do, you know? I'd probably just give away like a bajillion subs as well. Like a billion dollars is just an insane amount of money, dude. Insane. Why TikTok mentions are broken. I haven't uploaded to TikTok in like 800 years. Haven't looked at my mentions and stuff either. Because every single time I looked at my mentions, just someone uh, tagging me is like, like, so, like someone making a TikTok like, your third mention has to give you a thousand dollars. And then like 800 people would tag me and be like, oh, duck, you gotta give me a thousand dollars now. It's like, ah, that, that's great, man. Thank, thank you for making it so my mentions can never be used for any fucking purpose. Thank you. It's like, oh, man, you got me. You happen to see that TikTok, bruh. So yeah, so give me your PayPal, man. I'll give you that thousand dollars. Considering the longevity of jokes, I wonder how many people write comedies with the, uh, with, with some, uh, some thought to how the comedy will be, like, perceived ten years from now, right? Do some people not put in jokes because they're like, oh, that joke will not be relevant in, like, two weeks or whatever. Let's, 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 let's keep that away, you know, avoiding referential humor. Sometimes when I make pastor's episodes and I write a joke, I'm like, oh, this is really funny, but like in a year, this is going to make no sense. I usually put them in there. I'm more interested in having uh, people in the moment find it funny rather than thinking of 10 years in the future. Maybe it's just because I can't think of better jokes, but... Who I would want on my podcast? Podcasting is relatively new media and it's already been overkilled because it's a fairly easy thing to do. It, can, it has a lot of setup and stuff. But if, especially if you happen to live, like, I don't know, in LA or something, with, like, a bunch of other media personalities and whatnot, or you have a lot of content creator friends or something, and you just all go on each other's podcasts, uh, some podcasts are just, like, four friends, and one of the dudes has a responsibility to write down some topics, and they just, yeah, uh, ramble, you know? You know who I'd like to get on a podcast? Clint Stevens. And just ask him about his mentality with streaming. Does he not enjoy it? People clearly enjoy his streams, but given how little he does it, it doesn't seem unreasonable to assume that he doesn't enjoy it, you know? What primarily differentiates the GTA 5 speedrun categories? What's the difference between class 80% and 80% emission skip? It's basically just taxis. That's why people don't do it as much. The taxis are very annoying. Not only are the taxis annoying because, you know, calling them is annoying, um, Getting them on the road potentially for free is annoying. Let's add a bit of RNG. 
But also because if you taxi places, you don't get text messages. So it could be the case that driving to a place takes a minute and taxiing to it takes 30 seconds. But if you drive to it, you get three text messages. So if you get up to a point where you need something from a text message, if you took taxis, you'll have like a dozen text messages that you can potentially get. While had you driven, you would have far fewer. So a, a run with driving is far more consistent and it only saves you a little bit of time doing taxis. Because in the taxi runs, rather than wasting time driving, you usually waste time waiting. It's more RNG, more frustration. What is it, at best like 15 minutes faster or something? It's hard to say exactly how much faster it is because the 80% no mission skip world record is always less refined than the classic percent one because there's less competition and less grinding on it. It's also uh, more likely for the route for classic to become more refined and the driving to be more understood and had a better deal with text messages and stuff where the taxis remain basically the same. You take a taxi from here or you, or, or you don't, you know? So more optimizations have come in the classic percent category that have led to a reduction in the difference between it and any percent emission skip. Like any percent emission skip you could argue could be removed entirely except that it, it leaves open for additional optimizations to be found in that category. And the category is different enough, distinct enough that it should be its own category. In my view, the only thing that needs to be the case to justify a category is something that significantly changes the gameplay. And clearly that's the case with 80% emission skip, considering people avoid that category like the plague. It, it definitely shows that it's different. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.